0: Well, hello parents. This is episode number two of the Encourage and Equip podcast where we encourage and resource you to be the primary disciple makers of your home so that you will raise disciples who make disciples. So in this uh, particular episode, the second episode I promised last time, um, if you go back and listen to the first episode last week, uh, which I encourage you to do, we talked about what our student worship looks like Uh, So what are the elements of student worship in the refuge on Wednesday night? I know many of you um, may not have any clue what we do in there, uh, but we don't send our kids off there for some glorified babysitting or something like that. It's not a party in there. We're not just sitting around playing uh, (laughs) uh, board games for an hour or something like that with a small devotional in between. Uh, We have a worship service. And so go back and listen to episode one um, where where we talk about what we do in worship. Uh, just a small recap, we in worship, we sing praises to Jesus just like we would in corporate worship. We are having an intentional time that we call pause and we pause to pray for something going on in the church or in our students' lives. Um, we preach the word. We do expositional sermons, usually going through books of the Bible. Uh, And we just finished the book of Galatians this semester, 12 weeks through the book of Galatians, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. And um, that's pretty much what our service consists of. And then we have a time to to build relationships as well. So that's what we do in there. Now, I talked about how a lot of student ministries, and not a bad thing, um, include in their student worship time, if they have a student worship time. Because that's not a requirement either to have a student worship service. But if you have one, a lot of student pastors uh, may incorporate games into the actual student worship service. And why don't we do that? At least do it very much. I would say we probably do some form of non-worshipy type thing, like a game, once every blue moon in the worship service, and it would have some sort of intentional purpose of some kind, but it's pretty much non-existent in the worship service. Um, and so I want to talk about that for just a couple of things. What does that mean? Does that mean that I'm anti-game? Let's talk about that. Am I anti-game for student ministries and for students? Well, the answer is obviously no. I'm not anti-game. I'm just, I don't believe that they have a place in the worship service specifically. Okay, I'm not anti-game. I think games should be done for student ministries in an intentional set-aside time and in a set-aside way. So, for instance, last night we had our Christmas party. Okay, the Christmas party included three games. We had a game where we dropped candy canes on a piece of twine to see how many they could collect. Then we had a gingerbread village making contest and you'd be surprised at how bad some of our students are at building <laughs> gingerbread houses. And then you'd be surprised how good some of them were. The The winning team called the winning monkeys won last night, consisting of some students, some, some guy students, uh, namely Charlie Beals, the Davis boys, uh, Derek Colazzo and others pulling home the victory on their gingerbread houses, uh, so that was pretty impressive. And then we had a human gift wrap competition where we wrapped up a person as a present. And so it was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a lot of fun. It was craziness. But it was great. And so that was a good time of fellowship and a good time to party because it was a set-aside, designated time to have fun. Um We do those occasionally on a Wednesday night. We had a worship, I mean, um, what was it, in November, we had a a world missions game night. It was a set-aside time where we played games that were authentic to other cultures around the world, and um, we used a game that they would have played in those places, and we played the game, and then we uh, talked about that people group that would have... Um, existed in that country that that does exist in that country that might be playing that game and then we use it as a way to learn about people groups unreached people groups and pray for the unreached people groups and so it had a kind of a designated purpose but it was a lot of fun because we played games and so that was a really unique game night um, that I think we'll probably do again next year during World Missions Month anyway so no I'm not anti-games for student ministries they are good they have purpose they have meaning they're for building fellowship Um, for building relationship, and for building shared experiences um, with the students, which I think is very, very valuable. Now, if they're valuable, um, and I'm not anti-game, how come we don't play them in the worship gathering? Because, um, you know, it's been said, if you play some sort of game in your midweek gathering, whatever that midweek gathering is, maybe it's a, a gathering to just do, you know, kind of a... A teaching time with small groups afterwards, which is a pretty uh, common model as well. Why not play games? Because you'll draw in more visitors, right? And that's a good thing, right? Because you get more visitors in the room, and if more visitors are in the room, uh, then they'll hear the gospel because they're in the room, right? So use the game to draw them in, and once they're in, preach the gospel, sing songs. You can do all your normal stuff, but the game kind of draws people in. Right, So why don't do that if, if, if games draw people in, into the worship service? Well, let me tell you why. Um, the first thing is because, number one, I don't want the thing that draws people to the, worship, to the student ministry worship service. I don't want the thing that draws them to be games and entertainment. And that sounds kind of weird. I don't want what draws them to be games and entertainment because it shows that the thing that we care about the most is, and even though convictionally this might not be true, but if you do that, it communicates to a visitor, for instance, or even to your own people, that what you care about the most is entertainment, having fun, and, and then we kind of add to our fun Jesus. That is not the design of the local church. And I want our student ministry to be part of the local church. All right, we, are, we are students at Swift Creek Baptist Church. We are members of Swift Creek Baptist Church. We are a church. We're not a community center doing fun things. We are a church. And what does a church do? A church prays, a church preaches the Bible, a church preaches the gospel. A church loves one another and bears burdens and disciples each other and sings songs to Jesus. And so I want what draws people to a church building, a church building and a church gathering specifically designed for students. I want what draws people to be the gospel of Jesus Christ because we're a church. And when people come to a church, they should be drawn to a church because we preach Jesus here. We sing to Jesus here. We love Jesus here. And we love one another like Jesus loves us here. And I want that to be what draws people. And I want them to come in and to know exactly what they're getting when they arrive. That there should be a kind of disruptive witness, a disruptive strangeness about the local church that is not found in the culture. Because if we're trying to entertain kids to then slip Jesus in the back door, uh, we're going to fail, number one. And then number two, we will totally miss the purpose of the local church. The local church is not to entertain the saints. It is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. It is to disciple the saints to look more like Jesus. And so we want to give ourselves to what matters. Um... And so I feel very, very strongly about this, obviously. And I think it's important because the reason... um, If you draw kids with entertainment in games and they're coming for that and then you kind of give the Bible to them as kind of an add-on, the reason that kids, when they turn 18 and go off to college or the workforce, drop out in droves, like falling off a cliff from the church is because they grew up in a a student ministry that was entertainment-based, and when they were no longer in that ministry, they couldn't find it anywhere else in the church, and so the church stopped entertaining them, and so they left. I'm not saying everybody leaves because of that reason, but I'm saying it it does happen. And if we want students to last beyond 18 into the life of the church— then we need to make the student ministry look like the life of the church. And we need to be what draws people into the building to be the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we need to show that Jesus is more enjoyable than games. If you try to draw them with entertainment and you try to out entertain the world, we will lose. We're a church. We're not a party center. We'll lose. We can't have more entertainment than the world offers to them. So we have to draw them with Christ. And you know what? If they hear what we're doing and they decide after being drawn in and seeing that the thing we're most serious about is Jesus and then they decide to not come, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with is if they come for games and then they check out during the Jesus part because we're a church we're not living like a church so we intentionally don't play games so that what draws people what disciples people is the word of god is the gospel of jesus christ and if they come they know exactly what they're getting and then when we have a game night that's set aside it is used intentionally only for the purpose of having fun for building relationships and having a shared experience so that when we begin worshiping again on a different night, the next week, we will have um, more kids maybe coming to that because they've built relationships through the games. But when they're here, they're in worship, they are there to worship. So that's a little bit about that. Probably could talk about that some more, but I'm going to shut it down here. Um, Thanks so much for listening. If if you want to come to uh, student worship, we'd love that. We meet every Wednesday night at 630 in the Student Refuge building, um, which is our student building in the backside of the church. All right, so thankful for you all. Keep discipling to the glory of God.